If you'd like to get involved with Shoreditch Radio or if you run any local projects or events, please contact us at info at shoreditchradio.co.uk. Esky boy. Dano. Outta all my people. Hello, we're Beanbot. Hi, this is Dean from Lois and the Love. Uh, this is Roman from Breton. I am um, Adam Pike. I'm Orlando from the Maccabees. I am Colin Peters. I'm Lewis from Chapel Club. Uh, hi, this is Guy from Zulu Winter. Hello, this is Carl Barat. Oh! Hey, this is Rita Ora, and you're listening to Shoreditch Radio. Yes! Coming at you almost live from Shoreditch, London, England, UK. Me. Yeah, it's late night niche. It's back this time in a month again, no pun intended. We're here with some amazing stuff. You Obviously, we've got fantastic tunes like the one you just heard, which was the Neptunes. And it wasn't us featuring Ludacris. Who was it then? That's my question. Who could it Fuck have those, been? Mate. Fuck those. But it wasn't the Neptunes. Well, so, the evidence point. We just don't know. <laughs> yeah, in strange directions. And talking about Strange Directions, we're taking you on some weird journeys tonight. We've got album review. Who are you doing, James? Dark Magus by Miles Davis. Interesting one. We haven't actually got any songs from it, no, I don't think. it's that good. It's that, that, that good need. that we're not even playing it. Then we've got an al- uh, sorry, a movie review of um, Steve Jobs. That's right. Coming right up. Yeah, and uh, some other good stuff for you. Some messages from our sponsors. Yeah. We've got uh, Life is Amazing, the segment we do every week about the fantastic and awesome things that happen in the world around us. And we've got the next feature that's coming up very shortly. <laughs> yeah, Pop song of the week! Thanks. <laughs> it was so necessary. Oh, yeah. And it's my turn, so yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Sorry about that. I'm Chris Marshall. I'm James Creever. And I'm Joe Stevens. And this is Late Night Niche. Welcome to the party. Joe, introduce us the pop song. Hit us now. So this is Alicia Cara with Here. And uh, enjoy. Yeah. Bro- I'm sorry if I seem uninterested or I'm not listening or I'm indifferent Truly I ain't got no business here But since my friends are here I just came to kick it But really I would rather be at home all by myself Not in this room with people who don't even care about my well-being I don't dance is warm and the ice caps are melting what will happen when they're gone will the experts look stupid and invert the facts will they give you back your donation so <laughs> you know good combination say, of songs yeah, there <laughs> they say keep it we don't want it why did you want it why was that your pop song of the week um so i tried to be like a, a cool mainstream kid and i trawled through 
various charts and I found you look very cool and it's quite it's quite chilly winter (laughs) has started um so I found this on the Spotify most streamed US Alicia Cara here tried to find something vaguely listenable and I found it and I thought I listened to it the first time I've tried to pull listen to it to listen to the lyrics um I found it was kind of like the the anti like up in the club type song it's about someone at a party just can't be bothered it doesn't, doesn't really want to be there um, sounds like me is trying to make conversation but at the end of the day would rather just be at home just with jamming. their mates yeah. and I, I actually think it's got something to say other than um, just like a quite alien experience like we don't as Lord said you know not all getting grey goose no um, we're not at the party in the booth mate we're not in exactly. social right now no we're, we're like, not, not in social no I drink like Tesco's value vodka at home in exactly. the bath like <laughs> in yeah. the bath thinking about all the ways <laughs> I went wrong when I was a kid exactly <laughs> so and I process. think Alicia Cara is, is tapping into something there yeah. and tapping into something real listen to other stuff wasn't as keen on her, her well, other stuff but I think this is quite struck actually, a chord struck a chord actually quite insightful I think what you said there actually brings up something interesting you said that she was a, you weren't so struck by her other stuff no. now last week we got some feedback from some of our listeners hello out there in the big wide thanks radio for listening world. by the way hello Shoreditch <laughs> you're actually out there yeah, <laughs> yeah so we, we got feedback and last week we had a Justin Bieber song James picked the pop what song what do you mean week. what do you mean Big by song? Justin Bieber and we Rated the song but slated Justin Bieber. Now, I think it's important to say that it's not cool not to like something just because it's not... Cool to like cool. yeah. Yeah, you know, because it's cool not to like it. Judge music, and this is something that we, I think we're all very passionate about, judge music on songs. Yeah, judge artists, an individual. Yeah, judge artists in their own thing and whatever. They've got their own sphere. But like, if you like a song, don't be ashamed of liking it. Just like it. He may be a crack addict, which I've heard rumours that are. What? So if I'm going to get liable <laughs> right now, but like... Accusations yeah. can't be confirmed. Like, can you confirm it? I can't, I can't confirm it. As but such. at the same time, Justin Bieber, can you deny it? Yeah. So we'll go with it. (laughs) Let that speak for itself. Yeah. So that's another week of Pop Song of the Week. Marshall, you're next. I'm looking forward to it very much. I'm looking forward to hearing your choice as well. Um, But next we've got a little message. Um, We've got uh, uh, every week we kind of have a a new, you know, sponsor, blood sucking corporation that's willing to, you know, front us funds in order to uh, put their name on the radio and to to keep us going. So for you and your listening enjoyment this week, we have Golden Egg the payday loans company it makes me proud just to say that we're associated with such a esteemed brand yeah exactly yeah helping ordinary people out oh absolutely every day well just listen for yourselves golden egg are you notoriously bad with money have your family cut you off do your housemates lock their doors now because you've been stealing cash off them to pay back your coke debt has everyone you've ever loved alienated you reality check reevaluate your life choices now there's no need with GoldenEgg.com. At GoldenEgg.com, you can easily borrow up to £10,000 for up to a month. And the best bit is that at GoldenEgg.com, we don't give you the time to contemplate the gravity of your decision. Your quick and easy loan can be approved and in your account within 15 minutes, so you never have to leave the bookies. Don't believe me? Well, here's some satisfied GoldenEgg.com customers. Yeah, well, I say GoldenEgg saved my life. My life was in ruins, my family hated me, being clean weren't no good. But with Golden Egg and their loan, my kids got taken by a social, my meth addiction came back good and proper, and I live under the bridge. I couldn't be more golden. Thanks Golden Egg. I got a Golden Egg loan, because to be honest with you mate, 
Ever since Richard Nixon abolished the gold standard in 1974, following the OPEC embargo, it's just numbers on a screen, a fiat currency. Plus, once the Chinese become the global reserve currency, and the US dollar and British sterling spiral rapidly out of control with hyperinflation, our money will mean nothing. I reckon it will take five to ten years, quicker than most analysts, but hey, I'm a window cleaner, what do I know? I'm a single mum with two beautiful kids. Since their dad left, and my benefits were capped, we've been struggling to get by. I was in care as a child, so I have no one to turn to to borrow money from. I knew the risks of taking out a loan with GoldenEgg.com, but I also have to feed my kids and keep heating our home. I don't know how I'm ever going to pay it back, but at least my kids can eat for now. At GoldenEgg.com, you too can benefit from our quick and easy personal loan service. GoldenEgg.com. Stay golden. All loans are subject to midterm repayment demands and charged with 15,000% AER variable. The average crap takes 48 seconds. Well, that was Golden Egg. We are now on to the next segment of our radio show, which is my uh, little album corner. Um, this week, we're discussing uh, Miles Davis's Dark Magus, which is a live album from 1974 in Carnegie Hall. I just like to say, firstly, for anyone listening, I'm no jazz aficionado, so apologies to anyone who is. But my interpretation is mine, so if you don't like it, sue me. I'm just going to say that now because this is what I'm thinking about this album. Yeah, just get in contact with us on the Facebook. Yeah, exactly, you know, and I'll come around you your house feel. and bang you out with a baseball bat. <laughs> <laughs> the lawsuit is prepared. Yeah. I have very serious solicitors. So. Yeah, we're sorted. Yeah, Joe's posh as shit. He's, <laughs> got, he's got all of the money. Liar. All of the lawyers. These are all lies. I, I wish I did. Yeah, I okay. wish you did. So I was in my car, uh, not in my car, my dad's car, and we, it was raining and we and we're just driving places and stuff, like, and this album came on, my dad put it on the radio and I the CD player and I was like fuck me this is intense this is like a visceral and like sonic explosion in my mind going on and it's nothing it's not something I'd normally expect to listen to but it was like it completely did it so massive kudos to my old man for like playing this shit to me and like yeah this was like intense so it's um, it's a jazz album well not even jazz I'm going to explain it later but it's like four two part compositions which is like each composition is about 25 minutes long so that's a reason why I'm not playing a song like because I feel like a listener if you're interested in this stuff that as I go on to explain it you should listen to it whole in its entirety because otherwise you will not get it it's like too it's a rare sound that he's trying to give off so basically it's kind of a jazz obviously everyone I like to think people know who Miles Davis is like the jazz like supremo like knows his shit it was a king he lived lived the life to the full um the sound is like kind of a funky sound it's like exotic it's weird it's unpredictable it sounds improvisation which I'll come back on to later it sounds such improv this live recording but it's like controlled fury it's like one night of fury that's just like held in this like ball of like energy that he just kind of like exerts out to the audience and stuff which is so intense but it's so beautiful at the same time you're constantly surprised when you listen to it it's like a really cool and forward thinking album way ahead of its time in my opinion and it's like pushing boundaries to what jazz is. Like it's challenging the, the normal kind of what uh, jazz represents and stuff like that. Because you've got bits in it when it's like, he took jazz somewhere else. He explored like the furthest reach of your sonic palette. And it's like rhythm is key, whereas structure is not so. So instead of like, just like, it sounds so improvisation, but then it really isn't because it's almost like order and chaos. Because 
he knew every sound that was playing like this guy was a genius he like uh, rehearsed so many times and stuff like that he knew what he wanted he knew exact every note that was going to be played but it sounds like it's not it sounds so like in loose yeah exactly whereas it's so obviously controlled like there's a story about James uh, Brown when he was like when he was like in his band and stuff like that he'd literally like he'd sing and perform and if the band weren't playing the right note he knew every note he's playing he'd raise a finger and that was every like so one finger represented ten dollars so every time they fucked up a note he'd be like, like yeah it was never sort of, finding yeah, his just like, find he? the shit album and it's just like crazy there's like he's got three guitarists playing and they make these like wah wah sounds that you would never hear in like a normal jazz album but this guy's literally like trying to break down boundaries and it's like something so chaotic that you get from like people like George Clinton like James Brown and shit like that and it's like out of this like chaos there's like order and it just it struck me like I'd recommend it to anyone listening because there's just so much like beauty in it if you're just willing to like sit down and be like fucking intense you're on the edge of your seat it's like literally taking like some fucked up shit and just be like on it it's just like listen <laughs> and then you get out of the car it's like got out of the car my old man it was like, was like this is so intense it was fucking amazing but yeah and am I right in thinking Miles Davis was primarily a, a, smackhead. a trumpet a smackhead and a trumpet but player he, the best thing about this album is that he kind of you hear the sound that's playing but he kind of comes in and out of it so you hear the trumpet come in and the trumpet goes out as well so he's almost like he's like the conductor of this I was going like, to say is he more experience. of a conductor than yeah kind else? of like he's involved but he's like orchestrating this whole mm-hmm. shit that just sounds so like sonically it's like on the oh my god it's amazing but he just it just reinforces genius that this guy can as I said order and chaos that this guy can just like bring something so beautiful out something that sounds so chaotic and so crazy and stuff like that so it's and not really like uh, often with our album reviews we'll sort of pick two tunes mm. to try and give you a, a, a sense of the this is a whole the breadth of it but yeah. there's not really anything that you can focus on no the, you have to listen to its entirety and just get involved and just be like wow this is amazing and I think I've I did this last night when I was writing my notes and stuff like that I think I've gone through everything I've said my like interesting sentences that I've written but yeah I'd recommend it to anyone who's like wanting to listen to it the Wah Wah sounds made by free guitarists by the way so that shows that this guy is trying to push boundaries in jazz because wah, wah, you, wouldn't really, wah. you wouldn't really normally have like electric you wouldn't normally wah, have wah, wah, electric wah, wah, wah. guitarists <laughs> in a jazz band but hey I'm not a jazz aficionado so if you come in to come at me apparently you're going to get banged out with a bat so just going to say it but yeah, yeah that's done that's the first album <laughs> review I've done now just on, uh, smashed people's eardrops <laughs> into a million pieces but yeah say la vie I'd recommend it to anyone listening right that being said we have a song and what's the song going to be it's going to be Otis Redding A Change Is Gonna Come Joe said it was a cover Sam Cooke yeah original. Sam Cooke's the original yeah. but this yeah. song he's got the most beautiful voice so listen to it Sam Cooke's much is like a smoother version but this guy almost like, like an early soul crooner but this yeah. is more raw I yeah. find and after Otis Redding we're having to have Life Is Amazing enjoy Just like 
Right, yeah, well, after James is uh, invigorating and... Uh, sli- I hope you liked it, guys. <laughs> slightly frenetic. Obviously, you can't see here, but he's like banging on stuff, stomping around and being what he does best. Ripping his clothes off. Yeah. What, what was it? I love music. What was it earlier in the pub? Uh, bizarre, but in a good way. Yeah, exactly. I think that's the best way to describe mm, me. Mm, <laughs> was my response. So after that delightful uh, episode, we've now got our regular feature, Life is Amazing. Life is amazing. See what I mean? It's a bit weird. <laughs> So we've we've got this thing every week that we do where basically I'm a bit clueless about things that happen in, in the wider world. Trying I, to educate Marsh. Yeah, I don't really like follow the news or anything like that. I find it a bit depressing. I'm a bit that kind of way inclined. So I, I try and stay out of it. But uh, every week, Joe and, and James try and come to me with something that they think is going to be palatable, um, you know, in an amusing way and, and or in an interesting way that I'm going to, you know, look past the fact that it's on the news and, and really see the value of it. I like to think you feel optimistic that the world isn't actually about as bad a place as what uh, I normally imagine. think yeah, exactly <laughs> like, we're not all terrorists we're actually all trying to do good things oh, I think this is a particularly important life is amazing just so you After know the... two out of three of us may or may not be terrorists the question has to be asked you choose who are the terrorists <laughs> sounds like an interesting new game show um, <laughs> what's so the fun. prize yeah. like, you get to go and perform go to heaven. a suicide attack yeah no go on what have you got for me this Joe, week before hit it spirals? Me. So this is a particularly important Life is Amazing with the events of the past two weeks. Okay. We've got to be vigilant. What's his name? That's Getting kicked out of uh, I'm a Celebrity. Is that yeah, for steroid addiction. Talking about? Yeah, Spencer Matthews. getting kicked out of uh, I'm a Celebrity. Steroid addiction. I know apparently. he seems so. He seems so calm and with it. He when they pulled dense, the bugs though. on his head, and then now I'm seeing that he's been kicked out of the show. So yeah. I'm like, what? What the fuck? Steroids, mate. That's apparently what it is. Steroid yeah, but they're blaming only the pill ones. I bet he doesn't inject. Yeah. He's a pussy. Well, steroid addiction <laughs> injects into his car, just like. <laughs> well, steroid addiction and probably if we'll be honest with ourselves, yeah, it does. sex addiction. Um, but what I'm going to talk about this week is the most complete and most extensive face transplant that has happened yet. Um, so why is this relevant? relevant because Science, i think it shows bitch. how exactly but also but how amazing life is and how um people are moving forward people moving forward and what kind of progress humans can achieve as well as the destruction it was a 26 hour surgery this was a guy um from new york i believe can we just hold up for volunteer. one second 26 hours that's intense i know i've been, I've been on a plane for 24 and that's enough yeah, yeah. 26 hours get operated to be fair though you don't know do you no. you're asleep no, you don't know but the well, surgeons wake up one hell of a hangover yeah, well yeah the they're surgeons. just in it exactly to end, aren't they? um big shout out to our producer uh, delroy exactly yeah. up all night yeah. <laughs> <laughs> representative proud captain tonight yeah um and this was a guy who was a volunteer fireman who had his face, basically his face, his scalp, um, basically everything with the neck up, third degree burns, and didn't really look like a, I'm going to be honest here, a human anymore. It was quite sketchy the way. It was, I'm not yeah, it was quite you, a scary yeah, guy to look at, scary. and it was sad. But he had a face transplant um, with a guy in his 20s who got in a fatal cycling accident. Um, 26 hours, they put... Um, eyelids ears scalp and uh, but what struck me most about this is watching a little animation on BT yeah, News it basically reminded me of Face Off have yeah. you, have you yeah. seen Face classic Off classic John Travolta so basically the little animation was like they peeled his face off from one of them and like put the other face yeah put the other face on which is crazy it's like you know taking a layer out of Silence of the Lambs hmm. yeah yeah 
but this is a this surgeon is someone who pioneered um, face transplants initially with that French woman, if you remember. Yeah, the one who got attacked ago. by a dog. Yeah, he got attacked yeah. by a dog. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the her own dog. She fell asleep, I think, and it ate her face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like as it that. does. Be careful out there, dog owners. They come from wolves. Um, <laughs> they literally do though. Like, they they think do. about the wolves follow humans around. That's how they became dogs. Well, well they do and they don't. This is perhaps a discussion for another life's amazing. This is something I can actually talk with some uh, knowledge about. But I understand what you're saying. It is pretty breathtaking. It is. But anyway, I don't want to hog all the time. And James, That's what, a surprise. What is your? <laughs> oh, shots fired. What we all chatted about last Come week. On, amaze yeah. us, James. I'd like to say to any Arsenal fans out there. Uh, amongst our ranks there is a, a figure that I look up to personally and like if I was a professional footballer I'd aspire to be his just, kind of just position. a little disclaimer here I, there are other London football teams represented in the West Ham United perhaps <laughs> fuck them um, <laughs> we have Mathieu Flamini number 20 when he's not threatening to blind Mark Wilson of Stoke he is pretty much a G like this guy obviously he's a millionaire footballer yeah. he's uh, from Marseille he went to Italy and he AC Milan AC Milan and he him and his partner concerned about the environment and the state of which the world is going to be left to future generations fair play created a company called GF Biochemicals they're the first company it's just been found out first company to mass produce level level levelinic acid which potentially could replace oil as an environmental as an environmentally friendly renewable source this molecule has been identified by the US Department of Energy as one of 12 that could potentially replace petrol. Right. So this is a footballer who we often imagine footballers, but this guy's a G. This guy is trying to save the environment. His company could potentially mass produce this thing, this molecule that could re- relinquish our need to use oil and petrol in cars and stuff like that, potentially saving the environment. And Synthetically inc- produced. And incidentally making him 20 billion, billion pa- pounds. Yeah, let's just let's forget about that. <laughs> yeah, in the process. So like, he, he has apparently found a way for like, his chemists and stuff like that so it can be made on an industrial scale cheaply and cost-effectively, making him potentially owner of Arsenal, but like, we just got a moment to like, I think we should clap this guy. Yeah, well This done. guy has like, made <laughs> something that's... Yes, thank you, Delroy. But... He's actually trying to make a difference in life. And obviously he is very lucky. He's very fortunate. He's been given a career where he can make a lot of money out of... I think, not I think that's the concerning in... thing. Like Talking about me uh, having an optimistic outlook on, on the way things are. Yeah, okay, that's really good. And I'm, I'm glad about it. I mean, obviously there's a question of what he's going to do with the 20 billion. But make bank, mate. Make like bank. Own the world. Right. <laughs> okay. Well, that's what really oh what my I'm. God. <laughs> that's really what I'm not looking own for. Own the continent. But like, it, it does raise serious questions about the actual viability of like how much a normal person on a regular wage can affect anything. Mm. You know, to any certain, you know, significant degree. And but surely we should think because they've, they've invested millions. Who's got this ability? Who's got this ability? You'd think that more people would be like that. And well, it is also hu- concerning that hope. it's only one of potentially you know thousands of yeah. professional footballers who are earning. You've just got hope that some people are going to be ca- like that. comparable. Yeah, um, but isn't that the way the world's always been though? That the, you have to rely on people who have significant amounts of capital to make these investments, and just you've got to hope really. And the rest of the time, you just got recycle, yeah. pick up litter as yeah, James totally. does in the street. Yeah. Don't make Shoreditch dirty that's yeah. the most important that's thing. a message we want to teach all kids keep Shoreditch clean yeah and the world not just Shoreditch if you can walk on your way to work if you can walk on your way to work and you can pick five pieces of litter up on the floor 
just think that's not even making that but think if you're not going to do it who else will yeah plus that's you, make, lesson you, you make other like. people think question themselves question their, themselves especially if you're like in a business suit or you know look smart and you're picking up litter if, it's, if you're like a tramp or something no offence but like people expect you to do yeah. odd things but if you're walking about in like a suit with a briefcase smart and you're picking clothes, up litter yeah. and you're putting it in the bin people whilst chatting on your you know your Bluetooth, or whatever. Bluetooth headset yeah. yeah making business calls oh, and picking up litter yeah, don't exactly. fuck off you yeah. know? So <laughs> you're making a life, difference mate you, you could like be accepted yeah if you're just like a business twat that just you know wants to make Bluetooth headset calls you can be accepted that's the message that we're trying to say here just pick up litter yeah. on the way as you do stuff and yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll embrace to, you like, be the change you want to see in the world thanks, thanks Nelson yeah. right, anyway. Gandhi actually <laughs> and I think that is life is amazing that is life's amazing. Thank you, guys. I feel enlightened and a little bit less scared to that live the world another is day. A bit better than what you thought it was. Slightly. Right. We'll have a song after. Life is amazing. We're going to have a band from Marley. Marshall, explain. Yeah, okay. So, uh, basically, um, this band is a band from Marley, and their, their album has just been released recently called uh, Music in Exile, and um, I think they're quite good, actually. Yeah, I think they are. It's awesome. a bit of a sort of folk rock uh, combo with uh, some African influence so I quite like it a lot actually so uh, stick it on Was Little Dragon with Please Turn, and before that was Songhai Blues with Sobor. <laughs> not really appropriate for either song, <laughs> but, but why not stick it in there? Now we've got a, another fantastic segment for you, uh, and it's our regular film review this week. Joe with Steve Jobs. Mark Comodi over here. I can only dream. <laughs> uh, so I saw Steve Jobs on Wednesday, and it's uh, obviously, you know, pretty self explanatory what it's about, who's it about the uh, one of the founders and the CEO for a time of Apple Michael uh, Palin the world would be a very different place if Michael Palin <laughs> would be genius. was that uh, Steve Jobs played by Michael Fassbender um, and it's not a traditional biopic in this like come the journey of, the, of Steve Jobs life it's, it's three bits isn't it's it? like a three act play it's basically like a, it's very like a play in its structure it's about three product launches um and kind of three significant moments in his life and it fits in it's kind of based on a very researched biography but it fits in a lot of the kind of interactions he has and a lot of the kind of key moments he has in his life into these moments so it's not kind of accurate in the way that it plays out and like okay obviously but all the stuff in it actually did happen all the stuff actually happened um, but didn't necessarily happen 
backstage during the product launches. Um, so it's dramatised to an extent. Dra- yeah, dramatised in a way that, you know, the backstage is used as a dramatic vehicle for yeah. telling um, his life. And it's starring Michael Fassbender as Steve Jobs. It's um, Kate Winslet as the Apple marketing director who was there throughout the entire time Michael Fassbender was there. She's supposed to be like his moral conscience because he's a bit of a prick. Yeah, basically. It, it does, he doesn't come off particularly well during it. Um, it's got Seth Rogen as Wozniak in there. As, yeah, Steve Wozniak. And Jeff Daniels um, as another Steve whose surname I can't remember, but was this original CEO of um, Apple. And it's um, it's directed by Danny Boyle of Slumdog and Train Spotting, amongst other films, fame, and written by Aaron Sorkin, who many of you will know who Big wrote respect. The West Wing Social and Network. The Social Network. And I think he is arguably the biggest influence on the film, bar possibly Michael Fassbender, in the way that... Marshall, have you seen The Social Network? I have not, actually. I have. James has. So Lots of the listeners will have. Aaron Sorkin writes in a, a way that everyone talks very quickly. Yeah. And kind of got it's very intent, Very dialogue-heavy. And I think it's not really how people speak. It's kind of how they think and how they... It's, it's the way people I talk. I it's more real. If, it's real in a way... If you're in the West Wing. It's real in a way that... Say you have an Cut argument... Left, right, so. And you think that like five minutes after, like, oh, yeah, shit, that's what I would have said. <laughs> yeah. That's how it's written. And I think it can become a little tiresome after a while if you're of that way inclined. I think you you might find it a little tiresome yourself. Me? That yeah. Is. <laughs> He's pointing at me here. Yeah, yeah, um, Marshall. I, like you're an Aaron, Aaron Sorkin fan, and it's very West Wing style. And there are lots of walking and talking and deadlines. And this is what's what to got, get done. I love that shit. But um, gets me off. One of the way that I was kind of he just what, made a wanking gesture. He did, yeah. To confirm, that's what he meant by getting off. Yeah, he masturbates over <laughs> fast talking and walking. Yeah, but go on. Um, one of the things that I was most surprised and kind of happily surprised at is that the interactions between Michael Fessbender and Seth Rogen were some of the most real and Seth Rogen is one of the most believable characters in the whole thing um, and I was actually I was really impressed by a proper dramatic performance by him and I, I look forward to hopefully more um, from him as Steve Wozniak he was the most believable I'd say human being Michael Fassbender was kind of very like again people have seen the social network like the way Mark Zuckerberg was portrayed as kind of basically kind of spectrum type guy autistic yeah who kind of doesn't really get people and is very abrasive and doesn't even try to be liked but is kind of brilliant but the same way you kind of question whether Steve Jobs what he does bring to the table other than just this one vision he brings a panache doesn't he yeah, that's no, the point isn't it yeah, like, panache well is he the, sets the whole mechanism in motion it's yeah. the, he does um but to the extent of sidelining what else, this idea that mm. a computer has to be end-to-end, has to be design-focused, um, and basically a little bit overpriced, and it's the driving force of his personality more than anything else drives the film. Fantastic performance by Michael Fassbender and Seth Rogen. I quite like Jeff Daniels, following on from the last one I saw. And Kate Winslet, with an accent you can't quite place, but her character is supposed to American, be isn't it? Polish-American and Armenian, so what does that even sound like anyway? Aisha. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> that was my impression. Not... Like uh, Sean Connery at no. all, which so I thought it was Would you advise it to watch? Mm. I would, um, Cinema or DVD I, slash? I could it be you both? could probably <coughs> watch download it. Download it the internet. Yeah. Don't know what on earth you're suggesting there. <laughs> Mate, all the sites I use are crashed. It's fucking disgraceful. Shit happens. Yeah. 
I reckon you probably uh, watch it on DVD. Good, not great, flawed, like the man, Steve Jobs. Nice. I like that tagline. Well, it's near the end of our show, isn't it? Thank you, Joe. Thank you for everything that we've all contributed today. Thank you for the album review. Yeah. Bum slaps all round. Love it. It's quite intense. So. This is the end, isn't it? This is the end. Yeah. So uh, with that, we'll say goodbye and uh, thank you, Shoreditch, for yeah. uh, you know granting us another um, you know come at your ears or whatever. Come in your ears. Yeah. And then. Um, Good lord. <laughs> yeah. That's so, quite. What on earth are you suggesting, young man? Uh, we all know what we're yeah. suggesting. Everyone should know. Jeez in the ear. Yeah. Um, Enjoy and it. Uh, you know, on that. Bye and uh, have a thank good you for listening. Like, See you in a couple have, of weeks. Yeah, we're weeks. on iTunes. We're on Mixcloud. Get the plug in there yeah. and uh, finish with. We listen to a band called Arles. The song name is pretty complicated. Joe, do you know the song name? No. I'll move here <laughs> or my my ends here. It's, it's, like, it's got a slash. It's yeah. got a slash or an or in it, which I was kind of confused when I was searching. Yeah. It's a band called Arles. Listen to it, and if you've got Shazam, Shazam that shit. Yeah, and you'll Arles or Eels, whatever your name is. Uh, if you're listening, don't make your fucking name and song yeah. name so complicated. But and you'll res- get more plugs. I respect, respect your song. Respect the song. song. So fair enough. Peace out. Thank you and good luck. <laughs>